You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. Bonjour, bon matin, good morning. It is 7.51 on September 10th. It's Friday, and holy, there is a lot going down in Whistler today and over the weekend, so buckle up. I have lots of info coming your way. It's going to be a doozy, starting with the fact, oh, well, the Harmony uh, thermometer needs checking. It's saying it's minus 50 out there. Oh, it is not, but it's already 8 degrees in the Alpine today, which is kind of the high they're looking for in the Alpine, apparently, but it is 11 degrees in the valley and clearing. We do have a bit of a low lying uh, cloud bank in spots. In fact, I can see it midway up the ch- the crystal chair on Blackcomb, but beautiful above it. It's going to be a pretty nice day. Looking, in fact, for a high of 21 degrees in the valley. Yesterday was practically that. It was 20.9 with no precipitation. Sun rose at 6.40 today. It's going to set at 7.37, but looking for a pretty lovely day, looking for it to clear and looking for a high of 21, but potentially potentially some showers, increased cloudiness this evening and some potential showers late this evening. And then tomorrow, pretty cooler, looking for temperatures on Saturday and Sunday of around maybe 19 degrees if we're lucky. Other other forecasts saying maybe even a little cooler, but hoping for 19 with a chance of showers, mix of sun and cloud. But Sunday's where it gets interesting. At the minute, we've got a forecast overnight temperature of five degrees on Sunday. Yeah, getting real cool. That's going to affect your outdoor plants for sure. Any veggies you're still trying to get to ripen <laughs> with the, uh, well, less sunshine we've been having so and warmth as well. But Monday, looking for a warmer day and then much cooler temperatures come Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, although we've still got sun in the forecast. So that's super great. But yeah, looking for potentially showers tonight and tomorrow. But more on the weather come Tuesday for following that. Can't believe the sunset's at 7.37 already, eh? Mm, crazy. But uh, a few things happen on the roads for you this week that you're going to want to know about. In fact, today in particular, two paving operations on the highway, which could affect your drive. This is south of Whistler. In fact, around uh, Porto Cove, there's going to be some paving operations. There's a lane closure. It doesn't say, it says both directions. So expect delays there. That's happening right through until 6.30 p.m. today on a Friday. So expect it to be busy through there if you're coming north or southbound. Some more paving operations still happening in Squamish too between uh, Depot Road and Depot Road, I should say, and Daisy Lake Road up until 6.30 tonight as well with a lane closure. That's heading northbound today until 6.30. 6.30 p.m. And then tomorrow, well, the Diamond Car Rally is on. That's the Diamond Rally in conjunction with the Making a Wish, Make-A-Wish Foundation. They're actually trying to support a local Whistler family through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And this includes oh, potentially 150 Porsches, maybe other supercars as well, heading up the highway tomorrow. And they'll be all parking at the Upper Creekside lots. So you'll be able to see huh, some very pricey very fast cars, which ties in with the fact a couple of news sources have actually reported that the BC Highway Patrol will be ramping up enforcement on the Sea to Sky this weekend. Ah, coincidence? No, no, but uh, definitely something to bear in mind for your drive over the weekend, along with the fact even though we, uh, well, the kids have been back to school, I expect it will still be a busy weekend, the usual congestion on a Friday afternoon and Sunday afternoon leaving town and heading southbound. 
Uh, that was kind of the major things for road conditions. But uh, also happening tomorrow, well, I've got tons of events to let you know about, so buckle up. But uh, the first one being the Back 40 from Walker, of course. This is their homage to the NIMBY 50, a 29.4-kilometre race with lots of different stages that, uh, well, really is is a fundraising effort to, to to do a lot of work towards their trail advocacy here in Whistler. I mean, Whistler Off-Road Cycling Association doing so much for the trails in our community and and yeah, they're back 40 races happening tomorrow. In fact, they're still looking, if you don't want to register and participate, they're still looking for volunteer course marshals for the event. So get in touch with Trevor at walker.com if you want to get in touch with that as well. More information on the course. There's still time to, uh, yeah, to attend and register for that event. But a couple other things here. Well, lots of trails looking ideal right now with the mix of sun and rain that we've been having. But on the lower microwave tower trail, somebody found a lightweight, uh, that's the access road, uh, somebody found a lightweight wind jacket that's on the road between STM and Duncan. So shoot that person a message if you see it. The trail was also considered dry right now. And uh, as of three days ago on Delineator in the no-flow zone there, there was a wasp nest right in the middle of the trail. So look out for wasps at this time of year too. They're doing work. Mm. Uh, lots more uh, where to start on, on all these events is really where I'm at because there is so much I hope you didn't miss Fall Gardening 101 with Claire Goss yesterday that was happening at the library uh, a talk from the wonderful Claire Goss about how to um, you know prep your garden for the winter uh, to come on how to yeah keep it healthy and ready for next spring what to cut back what you should pull out that kind of thing hopefully that Fall Gardening 101 does get recorded and can be available on the library website very much looking for that Whistler Summer though has an awful post here this is a Squamish based though about somebody trying to yeah uh, with photos in fact of somebody trying to steal a friend's dog off their lawn in Squamish more details available about that online but isn't necessarily an isolated incident about people trying to steal other people's wonderful pets which is crazy to think that you have to think about dog napping and absolutely brutal so more information about that online um he uh, the dog was found don't need to worry about that but uh, this guy very much uh, potentially still looking to steal other people's dogs be careful out there gosh oh before I forget, uh, September 11th also is the day, that's tomorrow, that the conservation office officer is going to do a reevaluation of the closure on the Alpines, at the Sprout Alpine Trail Network, which includes the Rainbow Lake Trail. So hopefully give you, I can give you an update on that on Tuesday, but they're going to be reassessing there tomorrow. But you know what is going down tomorrow? Uh, that's the Whistler Siding Center's uh, Bob Sane Skeleton Recruitment Day. You don't get an opportunity to slide on track, but if you are interested in becoming an athlete and wanting to test your well your physical prowess too with a 30 meter sprint some medicine ball throwing standing long jumps that kind of thing it's going down at the Whistler Signing Center tomorrow between 12 30 and 2 30 p.m. you can find out more about the program about accommodation options that this includes for Bob Say or Skeleton I've been lucky enough to do both and it's they are 
fantastic sports. But if you want to learn more about the Learn to Slide program and what it would look like for you to be involved in that, this is for anybody aged 14 and up or 16 and up rather for the scare, for the bobsay, that's for the skeleton. Uh, any all, all those on ice programs from October to the end of March, then get involved with the at the Whistle Sliding Centre tomorrow between 12.30 and 2.30 p.m. Lots, uh, man, I told you, this is going to be a stacked weekend because uh, one of my favorite bars is reopening. Uh, that's Handlebar. Oh, yeah, in the Upper Village. And they've got pizza available and it is delicious. Large, like New York style pizzas. Uh, I'm really, really into it. They've uh, got fantastic beer on tap. In fact, I'm a big IPA girl. So they've got uh, a townsite brewing have an IPA on tap, but they've also got that wicked dinosaur blackberry sour from Phillips on tap. Mm. But the pizza, you can do a half and half. The sesame crust is amazing and they're going to be doing it by the slice too, but they are going to be open now, Handlebar, from... Uh, 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Fridays and Saturdays in the Upper Village, a wonderful local and apres spot. So uh, yeah, want to make sure they get some love this weekend for their opening weekend, we reopening weekend. But yeah, pizza. Mm -mm. We'd have to get a new hat. My other one still has the pretzel on it. Arts Whistler, however, wanted to announce as well that they've extended their hours to the public. That's from 12 to 6, okay, on Tuesdays through Sundays, closed on Mondays. But the gift shop, of course, is still open. But kicking off on September 16th is going to be an exhibition for called We Heart Local Art. And it's going to be an exhibition on a multitude of art mediums and creative styles all in one space at the Millennium Murray Young Center. So uh, check that out from September 16th, but their opening hours are from 12 to 6, Tuesday to Sunday. And oh, here we go. Next one I wanted to let you know about was Introduce Wolves are doing a live stream show. That's tonight actually happening with them. But the Hair Farmers, oh, wait, did I get that right? Introduce Wolves? That's tomorrow at 8 p.m. But the Hair Farmers are playing live today. That's at Norman Rudy's down at Squamish. Only 15 bucks. For, for tickets to see this very, very talented duo. And that's at 8 p.m. tonight down in Squamish. That's kicking off there. Something I wanted to let you know about the Whistler Community Services are doing, or rather their program coordinator, Fraser Carey, kicked off for the first time this week. That was Breakfast Club of Whistler. Now, this Breakfast Club Canada initiative is a charitable, non-profit initiative to bring breakfast to kids at school. And they did the first one this week, visiting all five of Whistler schools on Tuesday. Or was it yesterday, Fraser? Um, but yeah, you had some banana bread, some house-made uh, hummus made from scratch with crackers, bananas, grapes, and more. A wonderful initiative and almost as good as your Kids Can Cook program, which is superb, a way to really get food security into the home and teach kids how to cook. But this has a First Nations twist. They're actually doing it in partnership with the Squamish Little Watt Cultural Center this month. And you don't have to be a kid to do it. If you have a household and you want to be doing some more cooking at home, uh, this is a great opportunity as well to learn how to make proper bannock and a forager stew. Those are their two items on the menu uh, coming up this month for October. They drop off kits at the end of September 
on the last Thursday. They deliver them for you and then you uh, you prepare them uh, what with guided videos and, and cooking instructions too. So take that chef's plate and all those big names. You can do this via the Whistler Community Services Society and the SLCC next month. That's Forager Stew and Bannock. Amazing work, Fraser Carey. Teach those kids how to cook better than just, uh, you know, pasta with a sauce. I'm into it. So that's not it. There's more coming your way. What's the other? Oh, very exciting event that I wanted to let you know about. Well, first off, uh, friend Louise Frost did a bit of a rescue this week, didn't you, Louise? That was of a lovely little beaver that was having some trouble locally. She wasn't too sure how to get in touch with, but the neighbors all rallied this wonderful beaver. Uh, She got in touch with a local vet and then Wildlife Rescue BC. A lovely volunteer by the name of Pat, it seems, helped. And this beaver is going to get, well, he was looking very well uh, malnourished too, is going to get fed and and looked after over the next few weeks and then relocated. So what an amazing interaction, Louise. That's, uh, yeah, um, great job on that. Cool. How cool to see uh, the beaver up close like that and uh, non-aggressive. Yeah. (laughs) You don't want aggressive counter with any kind of animal. But uh, a party here you've really got to know about because... Uh, September 11th tomorrow. Yeah, I know it's the 20th anniversary of September 11th, but it's also the five-year anniversary of Coast Mountain Brewing. I can't believe it's been five years. And they're having a five-years happy party. It's going down tomorrow and it's going to be awesome. They've got Foxy Moron DJing from one to five. They've got DJ Witness DJing from five till nine. They're going to have face painting. They're going to have a balloon man. The wonderful Amy Mack from Picnic Whistler is going to be there from one to five as well. And they've got a new release coming out. Two new releases. They've got a peach sour and a blonde ale. Or is it the peach sour blonde ale? I think it's the peach sour blonde ale. It's coming out tomorrow at 6.5%. So congratulations to Coast Mountain on five years. I really hope we can make it to your five years happy party tomorrow that's going to be a time i'm actually going to be at mount nfm tomorrow afternoon but hope we can swing by afterwards plenty of time plenty of time but um well a very special event went down at stinky's on the stroll this week for their beloved friend jeff morgie and uh stinky's on the stroll uh yeah there was wasn't a dry eye in the house or a dry hand everybody had a drink in their hand at the memorial and uh yeah stinky's on the stroll is going to bring you today's and every day's on the podcast amazing facts uh, throwback facts including the fact the large hadron collider actually uh, uh yeah uh, Uh, opened it was powered up in Geneva Switzerland on this day in 2008 yeah looking for the god particle and other things there uh, but we haven't uh, imploded yet which is super great but um, another one here from 1993 the X-Files actually debuted uh on this day in 1993 but in 1991 can you have a guess at which single was released from Nirvana smells like teen spirit Sometimes dubbed the anthem of Generation X, but that came out on this day in 1991. In 1988, Guns N' Roses had their first US number one with Sweet Child of Mine. That's, uh, yeah, that uh, came out on this day in 1988. Well, it didn't come out, actually. It just hit number one on this day in 1988. But uh, a really cool fact here from, let me scroll down to it, Scissor Sisters, apparently. And they had their first number one on this day with, oh, you remember the track. I don't feel like dancing. Well, came out on this day and hit number one in 2006. I didn't realize, though, that Alton John co-wrote it and played piano on the song. 
Did you? Oh, they did. Uh, a year later in 2007, apparently Tommy Lee and Kid Rock got into it at the MTV Music Awards. Uh, Rock was allowed to stay, but Lee was not. No, uh, Tommy Lee was removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple birthdays for you today. Apparently it's Colin Firth's 61st birthday, uh-huh. including the, uh, the lead guitarist from uh, Kings of Leon. I remember seeing Kings of Leon live back at Big Day Out in Auckland in 2006 and they all had cigarettes hanging from their mouth and were like, yeah, this is the best gig we played all year. It was like January 20th. They were taking the piss. Uh, yeah, they uh, weren't into it. But Matthew Followill's uh, birthday is today, lead guitarist from uh, <laughs> from Kings of Leon and including the guitarist from Aerosmith, Joe Perry. Yeah, he was born on this day in 1950. Happy birthday, Joe Perry. Huh, cool. Uh, the Supremes as well. I'll give you another fact. This one's about Rod Stewart from 1964. He actually recorded his first single, uh-huh, which was a version of Willie Dixon's Good Morning Little Schoolgirl. It actually featured Led Zeppelin's future bass player as well, John Paul Jones, on the session as well. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Stinky, as always, for just being a phenomenal human and for, for supporting this podcast and for bringing us these amazing facts. I feel like I'm forgetting something. There was literally so much to include on today. And if I have forgotten something, you know, I, I, I'm so sorry. But you can always get in touch at thewhistlepulse at gmail.com. In fact, I've had a couple of nominations for the Be Vocal About a Local initiative we do here. And a couple of them, they're so wonderful. They're like, oh, this guy, we really want to nominate him he's such a straight up guy does wonderful work uh but i just it needs to be like kind of an incidence you know something in particular there are so many great gals and great guys in whistler that we'd love to give an og picnic whistler box to absolutely would love to but it needs to be something super charitable super uh non-business related you know it's just something from the heart super selfless that we can reward them yeah picnic whistler and i so get on it send in another nomination i know you you can do it. I know you're thinking of someone amazing and we'd love to just uh, pay it forward. Yeah. Tell them they've been an awesome human. Uh, got a pretty bad joke for you today. Did you hear the rumor about butter? Well, I'm not going to spread it. Ugh. But today's today's track of the day that I've popped in the September playlist on uh, online on Spotify. There's a few going on, but I know I've been hard on the electronica recently. So there's a track on here called from the Parrots. Okay, and the Parrots are a rock duo out of Madrid. Actually, they've just had their latest album come out last month or sec- two months ago in July called Dos. Very original. It's their second album, but the track is called "You Work All Day and Then You Die." which sounds uh, savage, but it's an actually really great track. Lots of upbeat kind of, uh, uh, well, not necessarily upbeat lyrics, but, you know, some upbeat metaphors in there too. Uh, Maybe don't do that, work all day and then die, you know? Like, I don't think we do that in Whistler. We've got a good life balance, but a lot of people do. A lot of those people visit us as well. And it's tough in town right now. So many businesses are understaffed. And if you're wondering why maybe some usual specials of yours have changed, don't be surprised because kitchens are chronically understaffed. So is the front of house, you know, and getting prep done and everything like that. It takes a lot of time and they don't necessarily, they're not able to do it right now. So be sympathetic, be sympathetic to the fact people are clueless and haven't worked in hospo before as well. There's a lot of guests coming to town that have. But speaking of specials, 
little shout out to Nagomi Sushi who have their special on. It kicked off last night. It was so great to see some familiar faces at the restaurant and to see that special kicked off despite all the odds, despite a lot of hardship going on in our, in our community. You know, support local if you can. Absolutely do it. So I'm going to wrap it up. I know that was such a huge and long podcast, but you know what? Fridays are going to get a little longer. I'm going to make sure that we ramp up the local lounge and feature some interviews for you on the Friday versions of the podcast coming up. So yeah, hang tight, stay tuned for next week and going forward, but have yourself a great weekend. I'll see at one of those events that I just mentioned so much going on, but yeah, happy Friday, stay safe and chat to you Tuesday. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.